When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and these are my interviews with the stars from The Good Nurse, Jessica Chastain and Eddie Redmayne, and the film's director, Tobias Lindholm. Hey! <laughs> What's going on? Just, you know, work's been pretty awful without you there. You and I were partners. I, know, I don't want to talk about work. Is it because what they're saying is true? Oh, how are the girls? They're really good, but I'm working a lot. You still owe me for last Friday, but it can wait, really. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Nurse 50, sorry about that. Thank you. Bye, Mom. Love you guys. Bye, Mom. Nurse Lochran, this is Officer Braun. Do you remember Anna Martinez? Where'd she go? Yeah. Her death. It was sudden. Mind taking a look at this? Huh. The insulin in her system, it's a double medication error, which is really rare. We understand that you work with a Charlie Cullen. Could he be involved in this? All right, first of all, uh, Jessica, congratulations on that Oscar win. Last time I spoke to you was between SAG and Oscars, so just oh. wanted to mention that. Thank you. I mean, I was probably, I mean, I was in a state of shock. Between SAG, I mean, it was like a what is happening moment. Yeah, so that was exciting. Thank you. A whirlwind, absolutely. Question for both of you to start off here. Uh, there have been evil nurses, good nurses throughout cinematic history. In this movie, we might get the purest example of both sides of that. Uh, before the good nurse's existence, who would you say was the good nurse and who was the most evil nurse that you had seen in television or film? Ooh. Oh, gosh. <sighs> It's a great question. And, and why is that? The good nurse, I would say, Juliette Binoche's character in The English Patient. Yeah. She's well, an good. And nurse. nurse Ratchet. Yeah. There you go. There you go. go. Nurse Thank Ratchet. Oh, God. I was like scouring to try and think of like films How that I'd seen with nurses. How interesting that I think of the good one and he thinks of the bad one. All right. So, um, Eddie, question for you, actually. Most actors will try to find something about a character they can latch on to, that they identify with, they understand who the person is as a, as a human being. Mm. But your character in this film is such an enigma and a mystery to others. Mm. What were you able to latch on to about him? Um, there were... There's this book, The Good Nurse, which is kind of two-thirds of it is about Charlie's life and his upbringing. And... A lot of that was deeply traumatic and he did some pretty horrific things, but it was really um, speaking to the real Amy Loughran, so uh, Jessica's character, who described him as being two different people that she met, one was a man who saved her life, who was kind, who was empathetic, who used kind of self-deprecating wit about how crap his and, and his home life was to sort of charm people. Um, and then she met a serial killer twice. Um, and, and really her, um, the, the strength with which she talked about 
the truth of their friendship and their love that they have between them and that she still finds very complicated was, was the insight, really. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. Like that. Jessica, it's a very serious movie that both you and Eddie are playing in here. Who is the most likely to break character and make the other crack up on set, would you say? Did we ever? I mean, maybe we would have laughed on set. Like, if Eddie got freaked out about, like, the IV or, like, the saline bags, that might have... For the most part, we didn't really break character, but if there was something that was like, oh, that was shit. (laughs) (laughs) There was one moment which the director was reminding of us the other night, which was the last, one of our last scenes in the movie in which, spoiler, uh, Amy gets um, Charlie to confess. We were doing this scene, and and, and Jess and I hadn't seen each other for a few days, and it was incredibly intense, and it was the last take on Jessica's close-up, and um, she asks the question, why? And t- Tobias told you to mess with yeah, her. Yeah, and Tobias came to my head and was like, I want you to mess with her to see what the reaction was. Because the camera was on me. A- and, and the line in the film is, they didn't stop me. But we were doing this this scene and we'd done it. It was incredibly intense. And I said, said to her, because you didn't stop me. In order to see what that would provoke in Jess. <laughs> what did you do? I think I did. I just stopped you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> And then I burst into hysterics. So that was kind of not, uh, you know, that, that technique of like pushing Jess into like a. I'm like, you want to push me? Let's go. Exactly. I'm ready. She's exactly. I, I'll cut you. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh, last question here before we wrap up. If neither one of you were professional actors, which one of you would most likely become a nurse? Because she would be good. I. Oh, I wouldn't be good. I, yes, you would, Jess. <laughs> Jess is a very, she's I'm, like good in a crisis, she's strong, she's decisive, and, and, and she's also got an amazing like emotional capacity to be generous and sweet to people, whereas I just like fumble a lot and get a bit, get a bit nervous. No one wants a nervous nurse. But you would study, you would study oh, harder be, than me. I'd be like, oh, I've got this piece of information that can help you, <laughs> yes. but you're dead. So I'm totally I've got an idea for a spinoff, The Nervous Nurse. The, the nervous, nervous Nurse, the great alliteration That would be good because there have been so many good out there, he's yeah. the good doctor, the good shepherd, the good German, the good the nervous nurse. The nervous nurse. Well, Eddie something. and Jessica, I don't want to make the team outside nervous, so I'm gonna okay. bounce out of here. Thank nice you so much for the time, and I'll see you guys actually in a couple days here in New York. All oh, right, cool. I'll see you then. Bye. Take care. She's our lovebirds. I cannot get over how cute your Vanessa is. Who's Vanessa? Oh my god. There's insulin in her system. He's been at nine hospitals. Nine. Oh, what do you mean? No, the hospital would have done something. You would think so, so. Yeah. Do you remember working with someone named Charlie Cullen? Yeah. 
There was a rumor about him. They found insulin in a dead guy's saline bag. Hey, girls. Yeah. Come sit. Why are you being weird, Mom? Killing people without ever touching them. He's gonna get a new job, and it's all gonna continue. I hope you guys can hear me. He's walking right now. Hey, <laughs> Tobias. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today about the good nurse. Uh, first thing I want to ask is, how much did your experience of working on Mindhunter uh, help prepare you for this? And was there like any kind of a segue between the two projects, them being both you know Netflix productions, and uh, of course sharing uh, the crime genre elements uh, between them as well? Was that just a natural fit for you? You felt well, definitely. And and the fun thing is that I read this draft. Christie's early first draft um, on the plane over to shoot my episodes of Mindhunter. Oh. Um, so it's, it's 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 that many years ago, and 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 reading it, I and doing Mindhunter at the same time, I definitely felt the connection. Um, and there's no doubt that I am proudly on the shoulders of, you know, one of my masters, uh, David Fincher, in this. Um, I think that that Zodiac is 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 a brilliant film. Seven is one of my favorite films, and there were ways to, and Mindhunter and the way we, we shot in, in, in darkness there that inspired the way to shoot this one, definitely. I was going to say, because I remember watching this over at Toronto where it premiered, and I remember thinking to myself, this has a very precise, cold look, the same as a David Fincher-style thriller. So th that was deliberate on your part, you're saying. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the facts from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon. Oh, definitely. And I think that's what we share. We both share a huge love for the 70s thrillers. And uh, David actually showed me the film Clute that have become defining in, 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 in the movies that, that I make. Um, if you look back at my previous work, I did a film called A Hijacking 10 years ago, and mm -hmm. it's, it's happening in the, in, in the Indian Ocean with, with, with Somali pirates, and it's still extremely uh, a color, uh, toned down and, 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 and cool. Um, and I don't know why, but it seems to end that way every time. 
<laughs> sure, sure. You know, a lot of people feel that uh, true crime stories nowadays either belong in a long form uh, format like a podcast or a miniseries. Uh, what benefit is there still to, to telling these stories through uh, a feature-length film at two hours or whatever the length might be? Well, I think that as storytellers, we have a responsibility entering the darkness of this whole true crime thing. The true crime is like empty darkness. And then we have a responsibility to bring or find the light in there, a reason to go in. And in this case... It felt like a perfect hero's journey for a feature to follow Amy Loughran, uh, a woman in need of care and help, getting that care and help, and then realizing that she's getting it from a serial killer um, and then stopping him. Um, the structure of that felt uh, perfect for a feature. Sure. And you're working with two phenomenal actors here in Jessica Chastain and Eddie Redmayne. What would you say for each of them were one or two qualities that they possessed that made them right for these uh, roles here? Well, Jessica, as you know, since I saw her the first time in Zero Dark Thirty, I mean, she just has this capability of combining, you know, extreme fragileness and strongness and coldness and darkness and 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 and, and strength um, all at the same time. And she really brought that uh, here. Um, she's very naturalistic, and she is extremely good at catching on to small details from reality and bringing them in in her work. Um, Eddie is, you know, a brilliant actor who has found in his process a physical way into these characters. And when he came to me and he said that he has this idea that, that Charlie should be, you know, shaped like a question mark, uh, like with hung a little, uh, with, with a head like that, and that that would both reference to his feeling of being almost invincible or just like nothing, and at the same time a way of him moving around like, 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 like a question mark in this world, uh, like our question mark in this world, uh, made extremely sense, and they, they brought all of that. So I had many days where I just silently were cheering by the monitor. Well... It sounds like it was a pleasure working with both of them. And also, too, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, more from you in the future. I understand you're working on an upcoming uh, miniseries next, if I remember correctly. So uh, really, really excited to just see how your style uh, evolves over time. And you continue uh, making these really tense, dark films. <laughs> Thank you. So I'll try my best. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thank you so much, man. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to my interviews with the stars for The Good Nurse, Eddie Redmayne and Jessica Chastain, and the film's director, Tobias Lindholm, here on the Next Best Picture podcast. The Good Nurse is currently available to stream on Netflix and is up for your consideration for this year's Academy Awards. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time.
Hey Hey there. there. I'm Hannah. And I'm Audrey. We are a sister filmmaking duo and co-hosts of Sleepover Sleepover Cinema, Cinema. our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon.